Hello, everybody, and welcome to a OWL Network interview. My name is Adam Crooks. I am here with the super sophomore, Naya Kelly, from the women's golf team. Naya, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, would you give us a little introduction into who Naya Kelly is for the people that are possibly hearing you for the first time? Yeah, so my name is Naya Kelly. I grew up in Canada. Um, I'm a sophomore on the women's golf team currently. The Canadian coach recruited me a couple of years ago, so that's how I got the connection to here. And I've just been playing here since my freshman year and continued to my senior year. Fantastic. I guess the first question is, how did you get into golf? Um, my entire family golfs, actually. My mom is a professional pro in um, Canada. She's a teaching pro at our hometown course. So between her and her parents and my dad, who also golfs, I just grew up in a family where it was all golf. And I've basically been swinging in clubs since I was able to walk. So growing up in Canada, I'm no expert on Canada. But I've heard that there's a lot of snow in Canada. So how do you how do you play golf in the winter in Canada with with all that snow? Um, so it's pretty close next to impossible. You either travel down south where it's warm enough to play or um, you do what I do and get a simulator in your garage so you can have that as your backup for the six months that you're off. But yeah, I mean, we play normally through the summer, spring, summer, fall, and then it's closed. I practice indoors. I take a couple trips down south, see some people, play some tournaments, and then, yeah. So you said you you got recruited by the Canadian golf coach. Uh, did you have any other offers out of high school? Uh, no. With COVID being around when I was graduating, um, it was either this offer or a gap year just to try and figure out where else I wanted to possibly go and get some other offers. But I mean, Kennesaw kind of fell right into my lap, fit right in my alley where I kind of wanted to go, what it could provide me. Um, and the weather is probably the best part because now I can play all year round. So you come to KSU and you have uh, a, a stellar freshman year. Uh, talk me through that that fall and spring of that freshman year. Um. I mean, I really came in with no expectations. I also came in knowing that the girls on my team were very good and the lineup would be hard to crack. So I kind of had to just keep my expectations low, put my head down and practice. Um, and then I think after the more exposure I got with just traveling to more tournaments and playing consistently, I kind of got the hang of how it all works out. And then my mentality was just better and everything started to come together. So it starts to fall into place in your freshman year. And then you took a trip back to Canada in June. Mm -hmm. And you played in the Ontario women's match play. I did. Uh, tell me about your experience in Ontario. That tournament was insane. I mean, I played in it the last two years. And both the first and second year, I came pretty close to being in the top three. Um and it's a tournament where my dad gets to be on the bag and caddy for me, something I've always enjoyed a lot. So I was out there kind of just having fun with him, enjoying p being back in Canada, playing on those courses. And then I think everything, all the pressure and everything, the management I got from KSU kind of just brought it back to Canada and put that into a tournament there. And it 
led me to win. So talk to me about your dad being on the back, because obviously you don't have you don't have a caddy when you play here in the States in tournaments, but yeah. your dad gets to be on the back. How important was that to winning that tournament? It could have been any more important, honestly. I wouldn't I would have rather won with him on the bag than without him on the bag. I feel like it just made it so much more special. We did it as a team completely. It was a long three, four days of playing golf, a lot of golf, a lot of stress. I mean, match play is a lot different than stroke play. It can be right there, nice and close, right until the very end. So you just, you can never give up. And I mean, having him on the bag just secured that for me, knowing that I had the support there to just take it all the way and win. So speaking of it being nice and close, the semifinals match, you're tied after 18, you go into a playoff, you win the playoff on the first hole, and then you have to turn around and play the championship match. How hard is that to turn around immediately after? You've built up all the nerves from playing in the playoff, and then you have to calm them all down and play the championship match. Yeah, we were luckily, we were allowed one hour break, but I mean, the nerves and the adrenaline that I had going in that semi-final round I yeah it took me a while probably took me that entire hour to bring myself back to neutral and calm down um but I mean the nerves on that playoff hole I've never felt anything like it before but somehow it kind of just made me put my head down even more and grind it out so I didn't have to keep going kind of thing um and then yeah after that I kind of just I had something to eat walked around didn't sit down very much I kind of wanted to keep moving so that I stayed in the groove and then just went out with again the mentality that I know the golf course I've already played it that same day I know the conditions and everything and I just got to go do it again so you get into the championship match yeah and correct me if I'm wrong but I believe you were down you were down two playing 15 Mm -hmm. so you're you're right in the danger zone because you know, if if she makes a birdie and you make a par, then you're down three playing 16 and the yeah. match is all but over. So what are your thoughts going into those final four holes? I mean, there was a part of me that thought it was done. I It would, had been such a long day. It felt like I didn't have a lot left in me. You know, she was playing very steady. And with me kind of being more tired, I was more up and down. And I kind of just had to neutralize myself for those last three holes and play for the pars, um, hoping she could she would make a bogey and not birdie. And then with that mentality, I was able to throw a five iron like to a couple feet for birdie. And then from then on, I had the adrenaline to just take it all the way. I was like, I'm not going to win that hole and then let her have it. (laughs) So you win the Ontario women's match play and you come back for the fall season. I believe you finished 12th in the first tournament and then you finished tied fifth at the Dale McNamara Invitational. Was there something that changed over the summer or was it just winning that Ontario women's match play gave you so much confidence that you came back in the fall and you were just ready to take the world by storm? Yeah, I mean, from that tournament on, I had quite a bit of a break. Um, It was more like my downtime, but have it I guess yeah I got some confidence from that tournament knowing that I had the ability to win and do it and I just kind of had to stick to that same game plan routine and bring it into school Um, I also got injured at the beginning of the fall and I was out for the majority of that season so I 
I couldn't do anything but putt with my left hand and I'm right-handed. So, I mean, for a while, that's all I could do. And I think somehow that helped me out with my putting because when I came back, my putting was even stronger than it had been in the summer. And with my mentality, my confidence, I think it only made it better. So you say you can only putt with your left hand. Is that you're putting everything one-handed or are you putting from the left side of the ball? No, I'm putting everything left-handed with one hand. So I only had control over the ball with my left hand. I couldn't even hit any balls. So, I mean, I was just on the putting green for every practice for about a month, two hours putting with my left hand. And because I'm a putter who puts with their left hand low, um, I think that kind of just set up success for me because just, I mean, I learned all new things with only being able to putt with left hand. And then when I was able to go with both hands in a tournament, my confidence was just there. I was a great putter with one hand. I have no doubt that you were. So we head into the spring season. What are you most looking forward to? Honestly, just seeing if I can take what I've had in these last past couple of months and put it out for another season. Um, there's obviously more tournaments this semester, so it's going to be a lot more stressful. But I think with the consistency of always traveling and playing, we'll get in a good groove and I'll be able to perform like I have been last fall. Is there a particular tournament that you look at and you say, I can win that tournament? Not in particular. These are also tournaments that I haven't traveled to before, so I'm not too sure what to expect. But I mean, with the scores that I was shooting beforehand, if I can take that out onto the course, do it a couple times in a row, I feel like I could be top 10 in a couple of these tournaments again, which is definitely my goal. What would you say is your favorite course you've ever played? Mm. I think the last trip to Hawaii. I mean, I've played a lot of golf courses in my life, but Hawaii has always been a place that I've wanted to go outside of golf. And now that I had that trip and I was able to experience Hawaii and play in a golf tournament, just the views, the layout, knowing that you're on an island. I mean, the course couldn't have been in better condition and it was like the best way to end off the fall season. So I'm like hoping we can go back and play that again because I think I could play pretty well there. See, that's interesting because I read an article from 2014 about a trip you took to Augusta. <laughs> yeah. How was your trip to Augusta? I mean, that was a long time ago. I was only nine at the time. It was the very first year of the drive, chip, and putt happening at Augusta. So not a ton of people knew about it. It was still pretty new. Um, but making it that first year was super special. I mean, it was the first for everyone. Augusta is just a magical place. And even though I didn't get to play the course, I mean, I got to put on the 18th green. Um, I got to go in the clubhouse and see everything, um, not just through a TV screen. So, I mean, that was a pretty cool experience. My brother also went when he was nine. So I got to go when I was a little bit older and see it for myself, a little bit older, more mature. So, I mean, yeah. That golf course is pretty awesome. So obviously Augusta has a has a women's amateur. Do yeah. you do you have plans to try and get into the Augusta women's amateur? Yeah, I think that would probably be my finished off goal for golf. Um, I plan to play the last two years of my college career and then aim to play in that. 
and then yeah we'll see that's always been my goal that might be would be my finishing goal for golf so um but I mean so many girls that I know are now getting invited to go play and it's just even more motivating for me to try and get there So you say that's your finishing goal for golf. What uh, what plans do you have after golf? Um, I haven't really figured that out yet. I mean, golf has been my life for as long as I can remember. Um, at college, especially in season, when you're traveling week after week, practicing for three months, four months on end, you get pretty tired. And I mean, I've played competitive golf my entire life, but college competitive golf is like next level for me. And I think ending off on this note would be really cool. And then maybe head into the golf industry like my parents are in somehow and end up that way. I know I'll never be able to escape golf for my life, but I could definitely do something like my mom does and teach or my dad does and caddy. I could always be around the game. Do you have any plans to play professionally if the opportunity comes up? If the opportunity comes, I would 100% take it. I'm not too sure if that's in the books for me right now, but it's always been in my mind if there is an opportunity that I would never give it up. I would try to go all the way. So, Uh, Final question. Who's the most famous person in your phone? In my phone? Yes. Um... Oh my gosh, I don't even know. You can take a second to look through your phone if you All need right, to. let me find it. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't have any one-on-one -on -one connections with anyone, but my golf coach from Canada has been working with some pros that I have always loved, dreamed of being. Uh, he also made... Um, an Instagram reel of my golf swing one time when we were having a lesson and um, he posted that and it got reposted by a couple of like um, head professionals that have worked with pros before. And he showed me that. So that was pretty cool, but I don't think I have anyone specific that would be in my phone. All right. Well, that is about all I have. This has been a fantastic interview, and I hope that you can go out there and win some tournaments and maybe claim the A-Sun championship for us this year. All right. I will try my very best. Thank you. Thank you very much to Nia Kelly for joining us. You can catch her and the women's golf team at their next event on February 10th in Melbourne, Florida at the Columbia Classic. And as always on Instagram at KSU underscore WGolf. I have been Adam Crooks and this has been an Owl Network exclusive.